Hello, this is Daryl Castle with today's Castle Report. This is Friday, the 22nd day of October, and this, the year of our Lord, 2021. And in this report, I will be talking about the growing sentiment, not just in America, but around the world, to resist the vaccine mandates imposed by various governments. In Chicago, for example, the president of the Fraternal Order of Police or the Police Officers Union, John Catanzara, to voice opposition to Mayor Lori Lightfoot's order for all city employees to be vaccinated or lose their jobs, said, this ain't Nazi effing Germany, end quote. The Castle family, this week, we're happy. We're all healthy as far as we know, able to enjoy these beautiful fall days, cool nights here in the River City. The family daughter doing just fine out in the golden city of angels. No, no, John, this ain't Nazi Germany, not yet at least. As the Anti-Defamation League was quick to point out to him, that organization will not allow any comparison or even mention to the Holocaust to stand, but I will also point out that until 1933, not even Nazi Germany was Nazi Germany. The German people had to first elect a tyrant, then let him ignore the law, the traditions, the common norms of Germany, and assume absolute power. Finally, they had to follow his leadership like lambs to the slaughter. I'm happy to see resistance to the government's mandate orders develop around the world in Chicago Mr. Katzenzara thinks the union of police officers will support their fellow officers who remain unvaccinated. Quote, this has literally lit a bomb underneath the membership. What are they going to do when four or 5,000 coppers say, screw you, I'm staying home. You're not going to make me get this effing vaccination. Don't pay me, that's fine. We'll see you in court. He unquote. I hope officers do come together and support each other as their union president predicts they will. The mayor of Chicago, however does not think they will do so. She has taken steps to isolate and divide them rather than abide strictly by her October 15th deadline for all employees. She called in 50 officers, told them to turn in their badges and their guns. The tactic seems designed to avoid any large-scale revoke from the officers at once. The mayor has accused the union of leading, quote, an insurrection which is a term Democrat politicians are rather quick to use these days when their will is not instantly obeyed. Mr. Katzenzara was issued a gag order by a city court to prevent the union from encouraging officers to resist the mayor's order. I am under no such order, so I will encourage the Chicago police officers to support their brothers and sisters that have been beside them in the fight on the streets for more than 20 years in many cases. The mayor stated that the leading killer of police officers during the pandemic has been the virus. That statement resolves nothing, and it means nothing. For one thing, it's very suspicious, but it emphasizes how the officers were out there on the streets interacting with people long before the vaccine was even available. It also doesn't answer the question of how many infected officers were already vaccinated. Mr. Katzenzara also pointed out that not many people want to do the job in today's anti-police climate. They can't get anyone to go to the academy, yet here she is vilifying the police once again. Unfortunately, Chicago is not the only city to issue such mandates. It's just the loudest. 
New York, as usual, is right in the mix. Mayor de Blasio announced Wednesday that all New York City municipal employees will be required to receive the COVID vaccine. City workers, including firefighters and police officers, will be mandated to get vaccinated by 5 p.m. on October 29th, or they will be placed on unpaid leave. He made the announcement on MSNBC's Morning Joe. Where else would he make it, folks? That the public needs to be assured the city employees they're working with are safe. So I ask you now, if that's not one of the stupidest statements ever made by a city mayor, I know the competition is very stiff for stupidest, but it ranks up there. It ranks right up there. This firefighter risking his life to pull you from a burning high-rise. You ask him, are you vaccinated? This police officer trying to prevent your rape or murder on the streets of the city the mayor has almost destroyed single-handedly. Have you been vaccinated, officer? I wonder where Bill de Blasio was when those firefighters and police officers went into the World Trade Center on 9-11. Everyone is going to be safe, he said, as if no one can understand that the hospitals contain a lot of vaccinated people. There's always good news in New York, though. The city that never sleeps, folks, it's filled with good news. Yes, the city is willing to pay its employees an extra $500 if they will get what they think might be poison injected into their bodies within one week. The good news department also includes correction officers in the city jails have until December 1st an extra month to keep their jobs or be poisoned. According to the New York Post, the vaccination rate among all city employees in New York City is 83%, but among police officers, only 69% among firefighters, 59%. Once again, the same rhetoric of the virus is the leading cause of death among officers across the nation is being thrown out, but with the same caveat. Last weekend, thousands of protesters came to Times Square to protest the vaccine mandates. This rally for freedom, as they called it, rally for freedom, started at Times Square, but city workers from across New York were there, too, as one worker was quoted as saying, let each other know we are not alone in this. The rally for freedom focused on health freedom, on informed consent, and the right of all Americans to make their own health care decisions, according to the Children's Health Defense. And Robert F. Kennedy Jr., who was one of the speakers, the president of Mr. Kennedy's organization, Mary Holland, said, quote, the powers that be, especially here in New York State, are fighting us. We may have imagined that with Governor Cuomo's demise, we would have a breather, but no. No, we have a governor now who truly believes that vaccination is the state's religion. Preaching to her apostles at a Brooklyn church while wearing a vax necklace, you can't make this up, end quote, progress. Progress has been made, the speakers announced, but the Children's Health Defense seems especially concerned about recent efforts to vaccinate children, the resistance among the police in Los Angeles and Chicago, as well as the victory of the employees of Southwest Airlines, are noteworthy. But the government continues its quest to force vaccinate children. Quote, we have no business doing this to little children, Kennedy said after explaining the average age of death from COVID is 76 years old, the same as the average age of death from all causes are, in other words, the average lifespan subjecting children to the adverse events of COVID vaccination is unethical. It is medical malpractice, end quote. Last Wednesday, right on cue, the White House announced its plans to roll out 
coronavirus vaccines for children ages 5 to 11, depending the vaccine's approval by the FDA, of course, which the administration thinks will only take a few weeks, if that. The administration says it has secured enough doses to vaccinate all 28 million children in that age group, the 5 to 11 age group. The FDA is to meet with a, quote, expert advisory group on October 26th to hear about safety. Then they will decide whether to authorize its use. So that's their testing, I suppose. That's their testing procedure. They meet with an expert advisory group on October 26th and decide whether or not to tell you or insist that you inject their substance into your children once the FDA has authorized it. The White House said it will quickly distribute the vaccine across the entire country, relying on more than 25,000 pediatricians and primary care sites to administer the shots. This administration, folks, this administration has no shame. It is not ashamed. It's going to corrupt the most trusted professionals that families have, their pediatricians, the doctors into whose hands they deliver their children, are now going to be under suspicion. Surely this government realizes that there is no reason whatsoever to vaccinate children with this experimental drug, and yet it is determined to spare no expense to vaccinate them. In fact, the entire world. Resistance is growing around the world with each draconian announcement. The state of New Hampshire became the first state to turn down vaccine funds as it rejected $27 million in federal money to promote the vaccine. In Italy, the government mandated the vaccine for all people, not just government employees, all people. Everyone must be vaccinated or they will no longer be permitted to function in Italian society. Protests have broken out across the country. Riots, if you prefer, cities around the country. The mandates have affected sports. They've affected sports in a big way as well. The last count I have is that 56 NBA players have refused the vaccine and some are being denied the opportunity to play despite their multi-million dollar salaries. Washington State University fired its head football coach, Nick Rolovich, from his $3.2 million job along with four of his assistants, Coach Rolovich, applied for a religious exemption, but was denied on the grounds that the Pope had recommended the vaccine. So the saga continues. The saga based on lies and truth continues day by day. It should surprise no one that the government lies to us. We should only be shocked when it tells the truth, if, if purely by accident, if people could only see that the government is no longer we the people, but a malignant organization bent on gaining Keeping, getting more power over us, we're, however, still somewhat free. We're still free. I am free to write this. People are trying to resist through the courts, but it is fast. Slipping away this thing we call freedom. I heard a commentator discussing the decision of Coach Rolovich, and she just could not understand it. Why would he do that, she wondered. Why would he sacrifice his career? I mean, people get shots all the time, so what's the big deal? Yes, yes, the propaganda goes deep, and as if the lady said, it's just a shot. Just a shot. People like Coach Rolovich and I are fools. The government's offer to pay money to get the vaccine, and its finger-wagging insistence is a way of saying that it thinks those who have made a decision not to be vaccinated are just lazy or procrastinating. There seems to be no understanding that those who the government describes as hesitant 
are not hesitant at all, but have made a rational decision about their own health. Not everyone is subject to the mandates, however. It doesn't apply to everybody, folks. Some of the exempt people are the Congress, all of Congress and all of the Senate, plus all congressional staff, all 6,000 White House employees, the CDC, the FDA, Pfizer, Moderna, Johnson & Johnson, all their employees, many others. The New York Post, in its October 20th edition, said the proper word to describe how little the Biden administration and Democrats in general think of the American people. The proper word is disrespect. They don't care, according to the Post. They are infuriatingly, insultingly out of touch with the American people. They just don't care that we don't like what they're doing. Kamala Harris takes a jet and a gas-guzzling SUV to lecture us about climate change. President Biden whispers scolds us about COVID, then walks masks through a restaurant. The rules don't apply to them, see? They aren't for them. The media wonder, who are these deployables who vote against their betters? Who would reject their obviously superior course? Finally, folks, finally, no, this is not Nazi effing Germany, not yet anyway, but remember that not even Germany was Nazi Germany until the people voted for it. They voted to make it Nazi Germany. Then they allowed it to happen. They chose to lose their freedom. They chose it. They lost their freedom and their humanity, I pray, that we can avoid doing likewise. At least that's the way I see it, folks. Until next time, this is Daryl Castle. Thanks for listening.